Welcome to the Messy Wonderful Podcast, where I'll be giving you the real, raw truth about what it's like to be a mom of multiple kids, a full-time business owner, and a family with neurodivergent and neurotypical children. Motherhood, money, and business, possibly three of the scariest words out there. Growing your business and growing your family at the same time isn't easy. Join me as I share insights and tips on business strategy, finances, running a household, how to realistically travel with your kids, and how to get in touch with what really matters. I'm all about finding balance and being practical. Hey y'all, I'm so glad you're here. I'm Kimberly, wife, mom of four kids under the age of six, CPA, entrepreneur, diehard Disney fan, and travel lover. So grab your coffee or glass of wine, it's a Diet Dr. Pepper for me, and let's do those dishes, the laundry, chauffeur those kids around, or whatever else you've got on your task list today. We'll do it together, because a life may be messy, but it's oh so wonderful. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Messy Wonderful Podcast, where we talk about all of the messy, wonderful parts of motherhood, entrepreneurship, neurodivergent parenting, and family finances. I'm so happy you've decided to join me this week. As most of you know, our son Hunter was diagnosed with autism at three years old. And since then, my husband and I have learned so much about neurodivergent parenting. Most importantly, Hunter has taught us more than I could have ever expected. He's just, he's such a joyous, bright light in our lives with so much to share with the world. When we first received his diagnosis, my initial reaction was relief. Relief that I finally had answers and actually wasn't making all of this up in my head. But then I remember this feeling of relief sort of morphing into being terrified that I wouldn't do right by him. I knew that he deserved the world just like any of our other kids. But giving him the world was going to take a little more work. So since then, I've spent a significant amount of time learning more about autism, how it shows up specifically for Hunter, and how our entire family can play a role in helping him out. In today's episode, I wanted to just share an update on Hunter's journey and our journey as a whole family because it really is a family journey. It's so important to be open and honest about the truth of neurodivergent parenting. That's a hard one to say. Try saying that three times. But let's hop in. It's kind of hard to look back and realize that Hunter had his formal diagnosis for exactly two years now. I shared a ton about the process and his diagnosis back in episodes four and five of the podcast, but I want to give you an update on where we are now, both Hunter individually as well as our family. So quick recap on where Hunter was when we started all of this. Lots of tantrums, unexplained meltdowns, lack of communication, and ineffective attempted solutions. I was so stressed out and feeling like a horrible mom, especially because Hunter was our first. So, you know, I was just learning everything on the go. But now Hunter is almost thriving. And I say almost because, of course, he still has bad days and struggles. Changes in his routine are tough, like the start of summer, the start of school, vacations, and heck, a new baby arriving. Summer in general was 
rough because, you know, summer has much less routine to it overall. But it was like we had some really good days and weeks and then we had some really rough days and weeks. And a big reason for that is Hunter has a dichotomy of excitement and anxiety. So one thing I learned over the summer was that three to seven days is a really good amount of lead time to tell Hunter about most things that will be happening. So for example, if you remember, we told him three days in advance about going to the dentist. We told him about the trip to San Antonio with my parents six days in advance. Depending on how big of an event it is and how many questions we think he'll have, that's sort of how I decide when we'll tell him. So this was something that took me a little while to catch on to to figure out what worked best for him because some children on the spectrum do better with no lead time while others need tons of lead time. I feel like we've mostly found that sweet spot for our hunter. As of right now, Hunter is actually not in any therapy. We had him in a social skills class that was supposed to have like four to five kids in the group, but only one of their child was showing up like consistently and the class was just at a horrible time. So we really didn't feel like it was the best use of our time and money for Hunter and he's getting a lot of these social skills when he's in school and in class with other friends. Sports at the playground have been tough for Hunter. Um, he he asked us to sign him up for flag football. We've previously done soccer and baseball. Um, I've honored his request to sign him up for flag football, but honestly, I don't know if we'll be actually participating because baseball was just so rough for him to pay attention, and I don't want to load four kids up and take them out there. That's part of my parenting laziness but you know we really believe in teaching him to be part of a team and that's one of the other reasons that I don't want to sign him up right now is because if we do sign him up and he is on a team he needs to go he needs to know that his teammates are counting on him and I honestly don't want that stress for me I don't want that fight with Hunter right now at only five years old. Um, It did help that like Chance is usually a parent coach, but Chance has been really busy with work. So I think we are going to take a break from sports at the playground this fall and maybe try again when soccer comes back up in the winter. Overall, our family is trying hard to find the balance of helping Hunter learn ways to cope in the neurotypical world while also being advocates for those who are neurodivergent. We want to raise kids who are welcoming and understanding of everyone out there. But, you know, we also know at the same time that not everyone is being raised that way. And unfortunately, the world can't only cater to Hunter. So we diligently practice Hunter's communication skills. We explain euphemisms to him and teach him to not be so rigid in how things have to be. He's extremely literal, so I have worked hard as his mom on speaking to him in a way that is clear and not vague. For example, I can't say, Hunter, please go put your shoes by the front door when I mean go put them on the shoe rack up front Um, because funny story, like literally Hunter put his shoes in front of our door. And now I say, Hunter, please go put your shoes on the shoe rack that's next to the front door. Yes, 
totally annoyed me at first to have to be this detailed, this explicit. It's like such a long sentence, but it's how his brain operates. It's really not his fault. Technically, he listened and did what was asked of him, right? When I said, go put your shoes by the front door, he did it. I can't be mad at him for that. Um, so we can do all the explaining that we want to him about what we meant, right? Like that, but honestly, I just don't think it does any good. And I've really focused on just trying to say things to him exactly how I want them to be done and exactly how he can interpret them. We have had a few instances now that he's in big kids school with him saying that friends weren't being nice to him or playing with him. It's kind of hard to get the full story from him with some of his communication challenges. So what we've been doing is just using these times as an opportunity to remind him that not everyone will be nice to him or want to be his friend, and that's okay. But it's really about quality over quantity and sticking with his true friends. We encourage Hunter to read, learn, and tell us all of the facts he wants to. This is where he thrives. We know that he's going to have a job where he's doing research or something super complicated. I could totally see Hunter curing cancer. He's that smart. He won't have a people job, so to speak, but he will contribute amazing things to this world. And, you know, putting it all out here, it kind of just shows me how far we've come. Sometimes we get stuck in the day-to-day and it seems like we're not making any progress or we're going backwards. But, you know, when I sit back and really reflect on the last two years and and what we're doing for Hunter and and how our whole family is rallying around him, I I know we've, we've really come a far way. If you're a parent of a neurodivergent child, I would really love to share a resource with you, um, especially if you're in the beginning of your journey as a family. It can be hard to navigate new routines and, you know, all of understanding, you know, everything that kind of goes on in this world. So I'm going to link in the show notes a downloadable PDF of the books my husband and I have loved on our autism journey through Hunter. Um, And the best thing about this resource is that it also includes books for your neurotypical kids who may also be figuring out this whole thing in their own way, especially if they're younger. They won't just teach you how to navigate parenting, but they'll give you so much insight into what's happening inside of your child's mind, especially when they're having trouble vocalizing their thoughts and feelings. And I will be honest that I really feel like I'm I'm a different person and quite frankly, a, a different, better mom for Hunter because of many of these books that I've read and it's helped me to know how to help him. So that's all I have for you today. Make sure you check out that download in the description and the show notes. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending part of your day with us. If you love today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Any resources mentioned today will be linked in the description and you can always find even more details in the show notes. And remember, you can find us over on Instagram at messy underscore wonderful. We hope you'll subscribe to the show so you get notified when a new episode comes out. We'd also be so grateful if you take just a second to leave us a review. We appreciate your reviews and sharing about the show more than you know. See y'all next week. Thank you.